Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. So the date we're looking at this episode is the 24th of August and in 1867 the town of Alton in Hampshire was rocked rocked by the murder of an eight-year-old girl by the name of Sweet Fanny Adams. Oh. Is, um, wasn't she just called Fanny Adams? She was nicknamed Sweet Fanny Adams. Yes, she was called Fanny Adams. And why was she nicknamed Sweet Fanny Adams? Because she was a sweet little eight-year-old girl. Oh, uh, okay. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, the obvious uh, thing that has progressed into modern parlance is her, well, her name and everything. Mm. But, the, but we don't know what... I don't know anything about what you're about to say at all. Of course. As usual. <laughs> we would use Sweet Fanny Adams nowadays to say nothing. Yeah. To describe something that is... That it's valueless. What's going on today? Valueless, yes. Sweet Fanny Adams. Exactly, yeah. So how has that become... I'm doing nothing. No, is that, is that yeah. the only? It'd be interesting. It might come out in the in the story. <laughs> oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, as usual, I hadn't thought about. Well, also sweet fa. Yeah, yeah. But that obviously has another meaning. But it totally comes from that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. But perhaps the modern meaning of it comes from the replacement of Fanny Adams with another two words. Well, that's what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 yeah well, exactly. And that's where we get the nothing. Well, I will explain what happened, and okay. I will give you the full etymology. Excellent. At the end of the, uh, at the end of the episode. Nothing I like more than a good dry etymological explanation. <laughs> yes, that will be part of our pop culture segment. Why are you teasing me like this? So yes, I mean there should probably be a graphic nature warning because um, the, the the death obviously it's the death of a child. Don't normally cover the, too much, but uh, it's quite uh, brutal. And there was a national outcry across the whole of the United Kingdom. But I will attempt to lighten the mood, let's <laughs> say. But keep it keep it light, hey, keep it light. <laughs> Kill a child. So keep dear listener, take this as a as a small yellow triangle in the corner of your audio broadcast. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Why not? What? What's that mean? Well you know, a little warning triangle in the corner. Is like it yellow? That's what they used to yeah. have. Just to caution you that there was sensitive those of a sensitive disposition go away. I've been so advised. Um, so let me tell you the tale then. So Fanny Adams, eight-year-old girl, one day, 24th of August in 1867, she and her little sister Lizzie and her best friend Minnie Warner, they went to play in a meadow near their house and on their way to the, the meadow they met a man called Frederick Baker who was a solicitor's clerk of the town. Small village, this kind of place. Mm -hmm. 29 years old. And he met the girls on their way to the meadow. Hello, little girl. He gave them halfpenny bits, half pences, to buy sweets. Yep. See, there was no public information films back then, was there? No. <laughs> no. No stranger danger. And how old were they anyway? She was eight, the others were. Younger. Similar. And they were off. Yeah. On a country walk and they were on a walking down a country lane to play in a field simpler sure, yeah. times I mean there were no cars but yeah. anyway Baker obviously because it was a small town uh, village type he would be familiar 
churches meetings mm. and is a local as a local solicitor's clerk you know at part of the administration of course, yeah. kind of thing. now he saw the girls playing watched them play picked them blackberries gave them blackberries he'd given them their halfpenny pieces yep then the girls decided that they'd had enough and they wanted to go home two of the girls Lizzie and Minnie headed home baker approached fanny and asked for her to come with him to Shaldon nearby village yep do you suppose we'll meet any wild animals mm, we might fanny said no and he at that point abducted her and disappeared with her into a hop garden right so the two other little girls ran back to their homes on tanhouse lane she told martha warner mini warner's mother so they saw it they saw this happen reported what had happened she ignored the story so the girls carried on playing yeah yep that's bad parenting and i should know then when sister lizzie made her way for dinner she was stopped by a neighbor asking where her sister was and then obviously said what had happened that baker had abducted her so well, she, so so the the two friends saw Baker abduct her. They were in playing together. Yeah, yeah. Right. Gosh, I thought they just you know, wandered off home, and then after that, he must have abducted her. But no, no, no. He, they decided they were going to leave. He abducted her. The other two headed home in full view. The audacity! The unmitigated god! So then, the neighbour, Mrs. Gardner, and Fanny's mother, Harriet, went off to look for the missing girl. Mm-hmm. They met Baker in the street. And asked him what he'd done with the child. He said, "I ain't done nothing." Yep. Um, so the two women just went home. They said, "Oh, she's probably just playing in the field. She'll be home later." Mm-hmm. Reminds me of growing up as a kid myself. Because I mean, these days, well, if you children go out to play with each other, yeah, they'll have a tracking app installed on their mobile phones. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whereas we'd just go, "Oh." Mum, I'm going to go and play in the disused quarry up the road, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd just be off for the day. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I used to go out all day. Yeah. Yeah, I would. 10 or 11-ish. Go out, home for tea. That was the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be 10 or 11, I'd be with someone else, and we'd go down by the river or something, literally spend yeah. all day yeah. out. Uh, I'm assuming we didn't, like... Because obviously didn't have any money, so we like didn't eat or anything like that. But yeah. the but regardless mm. the um, and then yeah, kind of you just kind of work your way back. For, yeah, if you were alive, yeah. you'd come home 15. at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been gone the last couple of days. I remember my yeah. dad used to play in like shell holes in the high street. You know, he'd play <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. where the bombs had landed the night before. He'd be out yeah. playing, you know, picking up shells and picking up shells. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I found a bomb. When, yeah. I, uh, when I was growing up, there was a school um, next to my road, that, a Victorian school that had burned down and wow. hadn't, hadn't been demolished. Yeah. This is the 70s, so I don't know when it burned down, but it, it was disused. Anyway, <laughs> we would just go in there. <laughs> just go in it? Yeah. I mean, it could have literally collapsed at any time. It was just burnt. <laughs> and it wasn't was, cordoned off or anything. You it just... was fenced off, but you oh, know, was, kids oh, okay. go through fences, don't they? Mm, yeah, so we'd just go in there and rummage in the old desks and <laughs> there was nothing there. Not, not a smell? And, you know, just sit down for lessons. <laughs> just bang the roof timbers <laughs> to see if they yeah, would fall yeah. down. You know, and we just... <laughs> While you were just, in it. Yeah, just let's play it be fine. Oh, yeah, like you said, let's hang out bound by the river. And, uh, no one batting an eyelid, nothing. No. In fact, one of my favourite no. pastimes as a five-year-old was to sit on the curb outside my house whittling sticks. 
<laughs> children were pre playing with knives. Yeah. Five year old children sitting in the streets yeah, playing with knives. Sharpening sticks. Sharpening sticks. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's no problem. Yeah, get on with it. You, know, you draw that, that line of risk and trust backwards in time. It's no wonder that they weren't that bothered that their child had been abducted in, in plain sight. Yeah, of course. Yes, Surprised they didn't, they didn't not worry about it for another week. Further and further. The further back. you go, you're back. probably right. Yeah, another. Uh, where is she? It's She's only been gone since days. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like cats. You yeah, don't yeah. turn up in a few days. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Again, and it was a small town. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. knew everyone. There hadn't been serious crime like since forever. Little surprises around every corner, but nothing dangerous. Don't be alone. Right. right. Why would you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sadly, by the time anyone realised that Fanny hadn't still returned home, they decided to gather a group of neighbours and go look for him and a man named Thomas Gates who happened to be a veteran of the Crimea and had taken part in the charge of the light brigade a respected veteran he made a horrifying discovery so I'm going to tell you what what was discovered sure and you can decide whether you that's the sort of thing you want to listen to so skip ahead here if needs be we've been given the plainest warning So the first thing he discovered was Fanny's head, mm-hmm. which was stuck oh. on the top of hop pole. Oh, oh, sorry, of top of what? A hop pole. It was in the hop garden. Hop garden. Stuck on the top of the hop poles. Right. It had many cuts on it. One of the ears was missing. Continuing the search, they found the arms and legs separated from the trunk. Lots of knife cuts, um, bits missing, the contents of the chest removed. The whole, I mean, it was like a Ripper victim. My God, it sounds pretty frenzied, doesn't it? Yeah. Pre, pre-ripper. Yeah. Um, lot, you know, organs removed, organs cut up, really? and pieces missing, yeah. Blimey. Um Both her eyes were found in the river. Oh, so you would have found this head on a pole with no with eyes. No, no eyes, no ear, and cuts. And there was a Jesus. horrific frenzied attack. Mm, sure. Parts of her remained missing, including her vagina. So lots of her were missing. Bits of her muscle, bits of the body were missing. They didn't, they've never found them. Right, right, right. But right. basically the point is the child had been ripped to pieces. Mm. Sure, yeah. So you did skip a few bits of that as well. I did skip a few bits. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. What's wrong with this nonsense? The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. I mean, it, it, it seemed, when I was reading it, that he had attempted to dismember and couldn't. Got so frustrated. I mean, it's really it, yeah. hard. I mean, it's, it's not easy to chop up a body, I believe. <laughs> um, attempted. But when well, he did, though, didn't he? He ultimately did. Attempt, yeah, but it's looked like they attempted to cut him up, uh, cut her up, but ultimately just got annoyed and uh, mm. just ripped and uh, slashed. Right, right. And, you know, wasn't very good at it, Maybe. put it that way. Because you need really sharp and strong tools to do it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Some of the body was found the next day because it had been scattered. Yeah. Including a, f- a foot, which was still in the shoe. And the halfpenny bits that Baker had given her were still, yeah, yeah. still clutched in a dismembered hand. Oh, God. What does that suggest? Just That it happened not long after he picked mm. her up and walked away with her. And then, and then chopped off and then, I don't know how long rigor mortis takes, but... But basically, that's why it then stayed in the hand, obviously, but... Yeah, most likely. Next thing was there was an an autopsy. There's a pub called the Old Leather Bottle, or Ye Olde Leather Bottle. <laughs> ye. 
The Ye. damned French scribes who didn't understand English. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about ye for yeah. a second. All right, then. Ye's not it's, a word. No. <laughs> it's the. Yeah. All right? The. There is no word ye. There's no word ye. Never was. No. Never will be. To me, it's just a made-up word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a thorn, not a Y. It's a thorn, which is a TH yeah. that's been shortened. Yeah, right, yeah. You right. mean someone somewhere missed... French thought... scribes, yeah. French scribes have never seen a thorn before. So when they wrote it, it looked a bit like a Y in some of the yes. manuscripts. It's, old, so. it's basically, it looks like a Y, but in between the two upper points, there's another point, And it's basically... So it looks like a pitchfork kind of thing. That's yeah. a thorn, and it indicates TH. It's old so why do you say, why do you call it thorn? Well, that's the name of the that's letter. That's the name of the letter. <laughs> like a, a W is a W, yeah. a thorn. Yeah, is a, like yeah. an interrobang, which is a combined <laughs> exclamation mark and question mark. I thought you were describing the thorn as the th, the th that is the well, year replaced. It is. It yeah. is, yeah, right. yeah. 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 It's a, so it's, a, it's a, th, a combined TH, meaning a th sound. So it's... But when they went to printing, mm. they yes. said we don't have a thorn, but we have a Y, and it looks the same. So we'll yeah. use a Y. It's the same. two letters. There's a lowercase and an uppercase. The, the, the one that looks like the Y is the lowercase. Yes, the uppercase totally, version yeah. has got a, a sort of vertical stem, and then yeah. it's like a bulge in the middle halfway down. Yeah, well, the cursive kind of scribes of the day would write certain letters differently, basically. Yeah. Things like an R... Or like the, the, the S that looks like an F. Yes, exactly. Yeah. F's. Yes. Oh, no, no, sorry, that's the, yeah, that's the German S. That's the German S. <laughs> but in, in old, older English, there's, they would be, it would look like the leaf mm. as opposed to these. It would be like a, it looks like a... Right. Two, yeah, it's a, like a... Did you it get, extends above the stave and below the stave, isn't it? That exactly, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's a, but it looks like an F, but it's basically a big, a elongated S. But and it's massive, like an F. Yeah, yeah. pointlessly yeah. gigantic. For no reason at all. It's big, I, yeah. We used to do... It's like a different font altogether. Yeah, yeah. We used to do cursive... I mean, you must have got taught cursive writing. I don't know whether they do get taught that these days. The full-on... Yeah. You can do it in one one line. Yeah, children get taught yeah, these, these days, I think, they just change the font. Nobody actually writes anything down Well, that's anymore. what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Surely, sure, surely they get taught to write... You kids are doing nothing but punks. Sissified. But that, but th things like an R, a cursive R is easy enough, but a cursive R in that just, just goes on forever. And, and <laughs> yeah. It's like, where do you stop once you've done the arc and then they carry on and bring it back yeah, round? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, and a T, a, a lower T, is not a like a backwards J with a line in it. It's like a full-on roller coaster loop. <laughs> you know, the roller coaster loop. Just like a roller coaster. A T is a roller coaster. <laughs> the classic roller coaster loop. Yeah, you know the thing. <laughs> so, ye, oldie. So, anyway. <laughs> so, ye, not a word. The? The. The old leather bottle. Right, fine. So, the old leather bottle is, was a pub, and they basically, they because at the time they didn't have like a mortuary, or many places didn't have mortuary, so they would just use a local public building or a public house. Right. Basement? No. Just in the, the saloon, yeah, <laughs> on the bar, get really? it done, yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. On the yeah, billiard yeah, yeah. table, on the billiard table, yeah, yeah. on the shelf, hey, Really? <laughs> yeah. No, really. What kind of ad is that for a pub? Anywhere there's a flat, or on the floor, where the flat surface, they could. Gosh, I would have chosen the outside. Or the butchers. He's no, like, no, butcher. it would be a hilarious cold storage. 
I'm not sure they had the hygiene. That's true. Uh, it's a bit. Races. It's a step too far from horse meat, isn't it? <laughs> Slightly yeah. long pig. <laughs> so, a police superintendent named William Cheney mm-hmm. was taken to Flood Meadow. He was met by lots of people to see the scene of the crime. Yep. Um, they took him to the leather bottle where the uh, the proprietor handed him a, a wrapped bundle which had the label on it saying portions of a child. Got something for you. All right, Lord. They went on a search for the missing body parts and obviously they went to <laughs> find Mr. Baker. Mm. <laughs> yes, more importantly. Yeah. Now, uh, they found Baker at work. You can't hide in a little town like this. He was still at work at 9pm, which was up... It would have been, he would have been normally finishing at 8. He was still at work. He just carried on working. At yeah. the solicitors. At the solicitors, yeah. So he must have known that the little other little girls saw him... Yes. ...remove the chart. Fanny Adams. Yes. Um, but... And then he did what he did... One assumes, and then what would you normally do? Just go back to Just work. Go back to work, knowing keeping unusual hours. Knowing that yeah. some, even though there were little girls, someone had seen you. Yeah. Which seems very, very strange to me. But well, the thing is, why is he out in the afternoon <laughs> picking blackberries and walking? True. The yeah, if he's got that much work to do, if he's got so much well, work to do. It keeps him till nine. Yes. In okay. The... Yeah. Yeah. Which is it. So if the girls hadn't have seen him, I I failed to see how they would have tracked him down unless yeah. he made, well, presumably we're going to come to it, but the he made a stupid mistake or whatever no. um, to in order to prove that he did. Because I suppose technically, current, uh, at that moment, all right, fine, mm. little girls saw him take away, but that um, they would have still needed... Presumably, they yeah. still needed actual proof that he'd done it. They would. Right. Um, so he claimed that he was innocent. He was told that he was the only suspect. <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing to do with me. We know everything. We can prove nothing. But, obviously, because of the growing mob, right. he pretty much had to be arrested for his own protection as much right. as anything okay. else. Yeah. being the only suspect. Were they baying? They were a baying mob. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> as only, may, only a mob can. <laughs> Bay. Hounds and what mobs. What is the... And Michael. How do you bay? And Michael Bay. Oh, it's barking, isn't it? Is it? Oh, bat. Oh, it's just... Baying hounds. Oh, right. And baying okay. mobs. Howling. Barking baying and howling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is such an insanely brutal murder. Mm. It is. You, it, it does beg... Like, it, it makes you think he must have done something before. Yeah, that's the first thing I yeah. think of, is that, hang on, what on, earth, what on earth is he doing or has he done? Mm. You, that just doesn't... You don't just do that. No. It must be a thing. Unless, unless this has really been boiling up in him for a long time and then all of a sudden, all yeah. out at once. But I'd, I'd find it hard to believe no, that he'd, like, that. you know, never kicked a puppy or... <laughs> worked his way up yeah yeah or done it several times before mm. but regardless of that he was calm enough or stupid enough mm. to, to just go to work up for work yeah. yeah yeah well the whole time he was interrogated he was calm and cool and right, right. well yeah yeah i mean he claimed he claimed he was innocent i don't reckon i got no reason to kill nobody he was searched and found to have two small knives on him but they weren't bloodstained 
Yeah. Um, he did, however, have spots of blood on his shirt and trousers. But the uh, the main piece of evidence was that in his desk at the solicitor's office, they found a diary in among the papers. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the date of the uh, the entry for the 24th of August, it said, he killed a young girl. It was fine and hot. Which basically was the... uh, his diary. Yeah. That's crazy. Look at that. Wow. Bloody Nora. I mean, assuming that it was his diary. That's the briefest of confessions (laughs) I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Just an entry, diary entry. Yes. Now, this diary was found some while after he had been arrested. So whether he had been there the whole time by him or whether it had been placed there by persons unknown. Who can say? Yeah. Since he'd already been arrested, it would be a good way of... Yes, of course, it would, yeah. ...diverting attention. Of course, of course. Who can say? And handwriting back... I mean, anyone who could write well back then, mm. most people wrote exactly the same way. Because you would have been taught cursive handwriting, particularly would, style. Yeah. Everyone wrote in that same cursive hand. Exactly. And again, we're talking about small town yeah. village life, where everyone would have been taught by the same person as much so as... So you could potentially... <clears throat> fake someone's handwriting relatively easily. Hello, my name's Mark Decano and I host the Comedy in a Nutshell podcast in which I talk with those in and around the comedy circuit and most especially the comedians about what comedy means to them. Simon Amstor plus Lena Dunham plus Mr Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo. Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes I've had people like pull out a notepad and I've been like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> I was like, I am. Thank you very much. My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material. I can now give to people and they definitely in that moment are having a good time. So if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart, then hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Comedy in a nutshell, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fringe, baby. <laughs> also, the uh, the blood spots on clothing would have been because they presumably suit kind of clothing, smartish clothing that you would have presumably had to wear at mm-hmm. the... Uh, yeah, it would have to be fairly smart for a solicitor. Yeah, yeah. The, I would still, regardless, I would still argue that I bet that is those are the only clothes he had for the... Potentially, that those are his smart clothes. Exactly. Yeah. So therefore, I don't know how much later it was, probably not much later, but you you don't, whatever, get, get rid of them or wash them or whatever because you need them. Instantly, because you haven't got anything else to wear. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know that I would gamble about in a field in them if they're my best clothes. No, gamble. I not. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever gambled. <laughs> <laughs> Never in a, gambled. In a field. Or gambled. 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 You gambled or gambled? I've gambled. Yeah. I haven't gambled. gambled. You, I bet you've gambled. I've gambled. Yeah. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> I've not only gambled, I've frolicked. I was going to say, you must have frolicked. <laughs> of course you have. When, when does frolicking end and gambling begin? Of, frolicking is a little level above gambling. Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. when you... It's a madder version. Yeah. <laughs> when you're overwhelmed by excitement, you're, you're gambling. You begin your frolicking. Yeah. As gamble is to canter... Gallop, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good analogy. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you go from doing nothing to gambling? Meaning, 
A, that, that's part A to that question. The second part is uh, why would you not go to, uh, I don't know, jogging or, as you say... Oh, no, to, no. You would no, have no. to go through ambling and meandering oh, before yeah, that. Would, yeah. No, yeah, but they're less. They're lesser, though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ambling. Meandering. Yeah, yeah. Meandering. I like meandering. Yeah. I like meandering. <laughs> <laughs> so start meandering! Well, oh, I meant yeah. the word. <laughs> but I like, like I like you. like the word meandering. Yeah. We don't meander down desire lines. No, I don't meander down the fast lane of the motor. Because <laughs> no, meandering has to be aimless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't, you can't meander with purpose. Yeah. Uh, or just kind of wistful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when have you? When was the last time you gambled? Last time I gambled. Could you gamble in your garden? It's not quite big enough. I, I, I think, think you need space. Gamble. It'd be a very brief gamble. You need space to gamble. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, do you? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> um, We've never explored any word this much. <laughs> go on then. When was the last time you gambled? Tell me the exact time. date. Well, <laughs> well, the last time I you gambled, abroad, it was a summer's day. Would be actually, it's probably in the museum plane in Amsterdam. There's a nice big field out the front of the the Reich Museum. What did you do? Skipped. <laughs> Skipped. Skipped. Yeah. So hang on. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, arguably, it's it's bordering gamble. Well, I was going to say, so, what is it? Skipping or gambling? It's barely a light frolic. Ooh. Is it an overexcited skip? Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's more than yeah. a skip. Yeah, it's and more I think, than a skip. I think if you like, because skipping tends to be with a single leading foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if you alternate the leading foot, then you're venturing into the realms of a frolic. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, but you've that means you've glossed over gambling. You've gone straight to frolic. <laughs> I nearly said to skipped frolic. over. You've gone straight to frolic. frolic. What's this gamble, podcast about? Gamble across your garden <laughs> to show us what you mean. Uh, we've ambled we've some distance from topic. From, from topic, yeah, yeah, it's fine. So Baker had been arrested uh, and interrogated on the nineteenth of October. He was sent to Winchester Prison on remand, held until uh, trial. Mm-hmm. At which point, okay. somewhere around there. Another young boy claimed that at two o'clock on the day in question, he saw Baker covered in blood, washing himself in the river. I saw the boogeyman. I saw him outside. This boy claimed that he told his mother and she hadn't bothered to tell anybody as well. Yeah. The parents seem to be the ones who told you a damn about this. Well, I blame the parents. Yeah. The thing I'd say is that in that that time, I'm, I'm not surprised. That they just weren't believed or just dismissed as oh go away and yeah. play in the field again yeah. because it's only well as we I mean it, the, the stories the we was saying at the start of this ep about as if they were a thousand years ago of us playing in the street yeah. or whatever was whatever it was 30 40 years ago mm. And then ever, the ever since then, it's you know everything's been pegged back, and you don't go out and don't play in the street, and no, you must mm. come back and phone me. So we experienced it, and we lived in London. Yeah. So imagine what it was like in the country when we were that age. So then, minus another hundred years of it, um, I'm totally not surprised that. The parents went, oh, give yeah. over. 
Little Johnny's been murdered. Well, I'll murder you if you're not home for your tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to be ready to listen to your children, even if they have nothing to say. I, I mean, it's true, isn't it? That's exactly how it would have been. Oh, shut up. Go and, you know, that kind of stop telling tales kind of thing. Mm. Nobody's murdered round here. Not around these parts. <laughs> Well, now you can understand that 1867 forensics is not mm. at the yeah, cutting edge sure, of yeah, science. Yeah. It isn't, is it? Yeah. The one thing they were able to find out or establish was that the spots of blood found on Baker's clothing were human. Oh, well. But that's... Well, now they did that. Yeah, that's... That's, that's all they were... I'm surprised they were able to do that, but that's all they were able to do. There was a lot of arguing about weapons, because the two small knives that he had it was reckoned they couldn't possibly have been used for the murder. There was argument about, obviously, the way she'd been dismembered about they must have had another weapon. There was talk about someone would have used a um, a stone to Mm. some of the damage, but there were cuts, so there must have been another weapon. There's no sign of any other weapon found. And you couldn't possibly do it with the... What I'm imagining is a tiny little... Tiny, teeny tiny knife. Pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah. So they think that the cause of death was a blow to the head. Okay. And then everything else was done sort of post. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. But they didn't find anything that could possibly have caused any of those wounds. No no murder weapon. They searched for like two weeks and didn't find it. Well, it could have been anything. Isn't it? Yeah. A rock in the river. Put to the rock back in the river. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Baker, meanwhile, was um, cool, calm and collected sitting in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he said he hoped that the uh, whoever was guilty would be found to him and he would be then exonerated. So he's protesting his innocence. Sure. Um, I mean, on the basis that you were seen walking away with her. <laughs> yeah. Where did she go after that to then get killed, mate? I didn't do it. I swear to you. I haven't set up. So Baker went to trial pretty much on the evidence that we've said, which yep. is... That the knives weren't the murderer. And he had blood on him. Girls. But that's it. The witnesses yeah. were children. Mm. Um, and nothing of this other boy or his mother. Yeah. Well, they, you know, again, it's all very much. I, I saw him and that was it. It's That's the whole evidence that wow. they had to provide. I mean, they, and we've not heard enough evidence yet to convict anybody. Yeah. No. No, not heard or found or seen anything, really. Apart from the the diary entry. Yes. Yeah. Which is basically a a, a sort of a a, a confession, if you want to see it that way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it could have... Anyone could have put that there. But nonetheless, it went to trial. The defence basically said all of their evidence is rubbish. The knives he had on him aren't the murder weapon. We know that. But they also argued (laughs) insanity. They're saying it couldn't possibly have been him, but also he's insane. (laughs) (laughs) I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Well, he had a history of insanity in the family. Violence and, and, you know, uh, her cousin had been in an asylum and so on and so forth, that sort of thing. But again, in in 1987, going into an asylum wasn't hard. (laughs) You didn't have to necessarily be insane. No, you could simply be a difficult wife. Well, exactly. Inverted commas. Yeah, Yeah, right. So the judge in charge of the case, Judge Miller, he asked the jury to consider the verdict to be not responsible by reason of insanity. But after they deliberated for 15 minutes, they came back and declared it guilty. It was quick back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, not a lot of evidence to think about, really. Well, I suppose so. Children said he did it. 
There's surely, a diary entry said he did it. If there's not he much evidence, some blood on him. Surely the discussion be. would be slightly longer. <laughs> yeah. But obviously I mean, not. I mean, instinctively you feel like he did do it. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I mean, can't yeah. see how you could actually find him guilty. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. The course it's, of justice. It's all very impl- implied. It's all yeah. very implied. But it's not evident. He probably did it. But in the eyes of proving it, mm. there's no proof no. at all, is there? The wiki, the but he got critical about it. Says he paid them to run up and down the path for him while he got blackberries. Well, yeah, I mean, he yeah, gave he the gave no, them money. The coincidence. He didn't, didn't pay them to run up and down. He well, gave them money the and they played. <laughs> but, but, the, uh, but he was insane, and then he said, "Come with me," and she said, "No," and he just went. Rrr. Yeah, he went. Rrr, but he didn't go there. Them. He was just. In the countryside, and then three girls. Why was he in the countryside? Why yeah, wasn't he in, at work? In his work clothes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But meaning, he wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Three young girls are walking. You know, he, he was in the countryside <laughs> where fucking no one would have been, would they? In, in that era. Yeah. Apart from the odd... I don't know. The odd, odd person. When I was living in the countryside in Scotland, <laughs> my nearest neighbour was three kilometres away. Oh, yeah. It was the nearest house. I never spoke to them, but... Uh, killed them. Never, <laughs> never killed them. Um, I didn't speak to them, just, just killed. Because I killed them. <laughs> so, Mark, you would have gone for a At wander. any point that I was not in the house, yes. I am in the countryside. Of course, yeah. yeah. Frolicking. <laughs> Fine. Gambling, yeah. yeah. But the... So you were always out in the countryside. Exactly. So, therefore, you would have been wandering along, and by pure coincidence... I don't know, someone would have been coming the other way. And it would have been the same, I think it would have been the same scenario of hardly anyone's living there. Fucking nobody's in the country. He's wandering along. Admittedly, he's meant to be at work. But it would have been the same thing of you going out your house and going for a pointless wander in the... the (laughs) To frolic in the fields. Whatever, cross paths with anyone. Oh, hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, It's the same... Just very, very, very bad coincidence, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's Sorry, never no. a coincidence that you cut someone's legs off. Well, I know. The, <laughs> I mean, the, the encounter was coincidence. The encounter. He could have been walking along in the countryside having taken no. the afternoon off and come across Because this wasn't the first farmers. time that he'd done this. How did he had that? given them halfpennies in the past. Well, why didn't you say... Why, didn't, why wasn't <laughs> I didn't that have that. Story? Oh, right. No, yeah, no, he'd, he'd given them halfpennies for sweets before. He was doing it to all the kids. Well, why didn't you say that? I so, didn't know that. <laughs> I have no record of that. So this was... I mean, the only thing we don't have prior for is violence. And it's not an unpleasant act to, you know, chuck a, a halfpenny to local yeah. kids if you're... I mean, he was a reasonably well-off guy. He wore a tall hat and a... Yeah, he was a, you know, you know, an educated man working in solicitors. Yeah, he, he had halfpennies that he could... Halfpennies you know, to spend. Yeah, exactly. He had halfpennies for days. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, something yeah. snapped. Because he'd moved from... He'd originally lived in Guildford, which isn't that particularly no. far away. No. And then he moved to the Alton. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should look in the records of Alton at the time, and uh, Guildford, and see if there were any other... Frenzied attacks. Frenzied child attacks, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's do that. You let's first. go. <laughs> to the records office. <laughs> with all due haste. <laughs> so I, I think he went to that field with those kids with intent, and he waited until one of them was isolated. Hmm. We'll never know. No. Right. But anyway, what happened next? <laughs> well, Christmas Eve. Yeah. In the public execution, Baker was hanged outside Winchester Prison. 
Wow. 5,000 people attended the exhibition. Really, really. But it kind of caught the nations. Yeah. I mean, it had got the, the story was nationwide. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, almost straight away because of the brutality of it. Yes, and like of you course, say, this yeah. is before Jack the Ripper. Yes, so it is, isn't it? Yeah, 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 some 20 years before. This was the last public execution at uh, Winchester Prison. However, just before his execution, Baker wrote to the family, the Adams family, (laughs) (laughs) apologising for what he had done. Oh, okay. Um, And And this was before the execution. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) One hopes. A letter didn't arrive three weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indifferent handwriting. You'll be delighted to know that a year later... (laughs) Yep. Oh, no. Baker's effigy was on display in the Chamber of Horrors yeah, of course Adam Tussauds. Yeah. Oh my god. That's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Most hideous crime ever. Mm. Yeah, let's sell some more tickets. <laughs> in yeah. you come. It's the news. This bloke was in the news. Yeah, yeah. Well, he apologised for doing it. He did it. Oh, that's all right then. <laughs> So there is a headstone to Fanny Adams in the cemetery at Alton, and it reads this, Sacred to the memory of Fanny Adams, aged eight years and four months, cruelly murdered on Saturday, August 24th, 1867. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Mm-hmm. Which is a verse for Matty, apparently. Okay. But what you wanted to know, and what you continue to be waiting to hear about, yep. is why... Sweet F.A. is mm. in the common modern parlance. Yes. So two years after... Is there a poem? No, sadly oh. not. The story is this. Now, remember I told you that parts of her body were never found? Yeah. So two years after the crime, yep. the British Navy introduced new mutton rations. And the British seamen were so unimpressed by this change of ration... Yep. that it became a joke to say this must be the missing parts of Fanny Adams. Right. Meaning it's, uh, it's, rubbish. it's rubbish, it's leftovers, it's worthless, it's, it's not proper. As, okay. we, as we suggested, it's yes. nothing. So that um, then slowly slides into the meaning so, of Yeah, so it came worthless. to mean the ration yeah. is meaningless, then it became broader anything that's meaningless. So this is sweet. Yeah. Sweet FA, sweet Fanny Adams means something that is worthless. Yes. This is worth. Yeah, okay. This yeah, is worth yeah. sweet FA. In um, some parts in the navy, they still call mess tins fannies because the the tins that the mutton came in they would double as a mess tin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would be Fanny Adams, and then that would be a fanny. But uh, yes, yeah, so sweet Fanny Adams is now means worthless because of the worthless ration. That is whence it came. Wow! Wow! Is it fun, isn't it? <laughs> I can tell you that there are two albums, one called Sweet Fanny Adams and one called Sweet F.A. Sweet Fanny Adams is an album by The Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sweet yeah. F.A. is an album by Love and Rockets. Love and Rockets. That's a comic. It is a comic, yes. But it's also a 90s English alternative rock band. Is it? Yeah. Sweet. There you go. I used to know a guy who was in The Sweet. That really? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original? No, not the original. I used to tour with them. Later lineups with Brian Conley. Brian Conley's The Sweet. Yes. So they would play with them. Yeah, yeah. Good blokes. Just uh, so you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary. <laughs>